parade. What does that mean? I don't know. It's in my notes for podcasting. I mean, I accept, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> I think it might be about like how I'd want the Earth to end. It's like a giant corgi parade. That's oh, what kills everyone. That sounds scary, though. But if of, of any way to go, that'd be a good one. True. Like, if the Earth was ending, how would you like it to end? Cheese. Cheese? <laughs> Just like from the sky? Yeah. Hmm. I, I did get sick of I love cheese. I feel like there's a, a quick point where you get sick of it. Oh. I guess it also, like, for me, has to be, like, well-refrigerated cheese. I don't like soft cheese. Unless it's an intentionally soft Unless cheese. Unless it's, like, like a, a brie or a yeah. there. But, like, I like nice, crisp fridge cheese. What kind do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. <laughs> what kind of cheese do you use to uh, catch a bear? Bear cheese? Come on, bear. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. I'm uh, out of cheese jokes. So welcome, everyone, to another episode of I Love This, You Should Too, where it's not quite a married couple arguing, but not yet a profitable podcast. (laughs) And we are members of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is locally grown and community supported. My name is Indy Rendawa. I like playing with blocks, but also drinking tea on my porch because I'm not a boy, but not yet an elderly man. Not yet an elderly man. <laughs> and with me is my lovely co-host who loves uh, sleeping in a sunbeam more than she loves playing in a park because she's not a puppy, but not quite a cat. <laughs> yeah. It's Samantha Randow, everyone. It's me. Uh, I love that you still like walk in like you're doing an entrance. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You see, you're doing it now, too. <laughs> yeah. But they can't tell. Oh. Right, podcast. Someday podcast. I will remember that nobody can see me except for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, today we are here to talk about something. It's uh, not quite a nonsensical story you hear secondhand from a teenage girl, but not yet a movie either. Not yet a movie. <laughs> it's the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle, the, the classic Classic. I'm going to say everything's a classic. The classic Crossroads. I think it's her only movie. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I would say like, oh, I, you know, I'll ask someone, but the person I would ask about Britney Spears would be you. So uh, is it her only movie, Samantha? Pretty sure. Like she's done some stuff that's like... Um, Terrible. No, like tour videos. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so she's Just being herself. Yeah. And like there's been some documentaries made about her, but she... I don't think she's any. About who? About Britney. I was setting you up for the, it's Britney, bitch. Oh. I wanted you to say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't think that any, or she hasn't starred in any other movies. I bet she's done cameos and stuff. Sure. She's probably on an episode of um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch at some point. Oh, I'm sure she was. Man, that's a good show. <laughs> uh, but anyways, how this podcast works, we take turns of bringing a movie to the other, something we normally wouldn't watch. And Samantha chose Crossroads, which is not a surprise if you listen to this podcast that she would choose this over me because I like pretentious bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, here for the good times. <laughs> yeah. And but uh, spoiler alert, not a lot of good times in this no, movie. No, I definitely said last episode that I wasn't sure that I'd actually seen it. I'm now like 99% sure I did not see this movie. And kind of a twist and backwards <laughs> that you picked this movie, but you've never seen it. I've actually seen this movie and remember it quite well. <laughs> I felt like this was one of those picks where, just like the Step Up movies, I feel like I should have seen this, and so now you're going to have to watch it with me. And here we are. It's a very long title. (laughs) Well, let's uh, break down this wonderful movie, but first let's thank our first sponsor, and that's the Edmonton Community Foundation and PodPower, because with PodPower, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Albertan podcasters. One of these podcasts is What's the Cheesemus, a new podcast with an inside look at Philippinex identity in the diaspora. Cheesemus is the Tagalog word for gossip, and you can subscribe to hear weekly episodes about disappointing your parents, 
breaking it to your friends that you're not Italian, trying to figure out why you punched your car, and so, so much more. Why did you punch your car? We'll listen to the podcast. Okay, I'll find out. And What's the Cheesemus is produced by CJSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station, but you can download it wherever you find your podcast and wherever you're listening to us right now. Or you can visit their website, What's the Cheesemus, and that is T-S-I-S-M-I-S dot transistor dot F-M. Sounds fun. All right, Samantha, are you ready to break down some crossroads? Yes, all the crossings. So your first watch... Yeah. How was it? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. That's way more sure than when you talked about Citizen Kane. Yeah. So you liked this more? I liked it more Hmm. than Citizen Kane. Yes. I'm not going to say anything about that. We never said I had taste. (laughs) (laughs) This, yeah. No, this movie, it was fun. I feel like at 14 when this came out, it would have been like a fun thing to see but probably maybe a little bit too mature for me mm-hmm. i wasn't an indie who was out renting r-rated movies with his parents blockbuster card right i thought that's true but one word i take issue with uh, it was fun is this a fun movie i think it had its moments i think the trailer for this movie made it look like this was going to be a fun time movie it yeah. made it look like sisterhood of the traveling pants it made it look like road trip gal pals yeah but um this movie like the crux of it is running away from your problems children who are the result of rape falling down the stairs miscarriages cheating and uh, man, it's grim. There were some dark moments in this. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, and I guess I should have mentioned already. Uh, for these episodes, it's all spoilers. Oh yeah. So um, we are going to spoil this whole movie. Yeah, it kind I of think Indy did. just did. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bizarre movie. It's an interesting mix of things. It's that con- I wouldn't necessarily put together. I would say a convoluted mess of things. Okay. And a lot of the time, the very easy choices that they could have made, they were just like, no, we're not interested in that. We're going to do a bunch of weird bullshit instead. (laughs) But not fun weird, just like a, huh, that's where you took things. Yeah. And there's also some very interesting facial expressions in this movie. Oh, mainly by, is this a name? Anson Mount? Yes. (laughs) That's a fun name. He has had a bunch of TV shows. But I think he's on Star Trek now. Oh, is he on Star Trek now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe first, though, we should talk about... I always give, like, historical context into my movies. I think that this is your time to shine. Um, Who's the lead in this movie? Britney Spears! Again. Oh, sorry. Who's the lead in this movie? It's Britney, bitch. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you, at the time, were a a big Britney Spears fan, yeah? I'm still a big Britney Spears fan. Okay, but, like, when this came out... Oh, this was, like, Britney heyday. I was, like, 14. um, You had all her albums. Had all of her albums. Knew every word. Still know every word. Cool. She's uh, definitely, like, her Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys were, like, my music in this era. So I, of course, was aware of her because, you know, I I lived in the world. (laughs) Yeah, you don't live under a rock. Yeah, and when I was in junior high and high school, she was, of course, very big. But Mm -hmm. I kind of just knew the the big songs. I probably know more of her music, but I don't know a lot about her. Yeah. And uh, this, so the most I know about Britney Spears is from the movie Crossroads, (laughs) which I've now seen twice somehow. (laughs) I know that this will sound very insulting how I phrase it because that's just... It will, but my question still is, she is regarded as being very attractive, right? Oh, yeah. And she's regarded as being a very good singer. Yes. And I'm not going to argue that here or there, but in this movie, just what you see on screen here, does she sing good in this movie? At the end, she does for sure, but she's just doing like covers to radio songs. And I thought she didn't sound good. Oh, so I, but then I, they have her music at the end and it's like, oh yeah, that's a proper song and she yeah. sounds like a good singer. But before that, mm-mm. Huh, interesting. And then also she's like really pretty, right? Yeah. You did compare her to the sloth from Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. Which I don't see. She, um, 
maybe this just wasn't her best time because I've seen photos of her and I was like, yeah, that, that's an attractive woman. She looks very 2002 in this movie. But the styling is one thing. They all do. Yeah. Zoe Saldana looks very 2002 yeah. as well, but she looks... Better. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I just don't like Britney Spears, but I think she... Or maybe she aged well after that or before that. All of the above? Yeah. Yeah. But in this movie, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. It's... uh. It's a selective taste, I think. I suppose, yeah. She looked uh, very sleepy throughout. <laughs> That's just what her face looks like. Is it? I think so. Maybe it's just because I see photos of her, and then you can like control the sleepiness for a right, bit. Right, yeah. But then in video, she's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she's got kind of sleepy eyes. Okay. I think. I think what it is, is she, I imagine, is at her peak on stage. Yes. Singing. Because you can control how you look. And, and it's that's like what an she's hour. good at. And yeah. here she's acting. Yeah. And she that's also... not what she's good at. And no. she's flat because she's not an actress. Yeah. It shows. I think it's a pretty bad performance. So I think maybe that's part of it. She just has very little charisma at this. Yeah. I think her charisma is probably better suited for, for singing. I mean, also the Britney that we see usually is like like on stage, she's wearing a lot of makeup. And in this movie, she wears like almost no makeup. Oh. So I feel like that may have made her look a little bit different than we're used to seeing. Because I know like peak Britney, she has like a smoky eye and like... What's peak Britney? Let me find you a picture. Or tell me like a song that was peak Britney. Because I probably know what she looked like then. Like Baby One More Time. I th- that's way earlier though, isn't it? That was her like breakout hit, yeah. Isn't that like sixteen-year-old Britney, where she's really playing up the like, oh, I'm a schoolgirl. Uh yes. Let me see. I'm looking at pictures of Britney Spears. It's great podcasting. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cut out the last five minutes. Okay. And we'll just say Samantha showed me a picture. We talked about pictures for a while, and we agree that she looks better with more makeup. Yeah. Okay. I think, and I think that's just how we're used to seeing her. Sure. So I feel like we should just, like we do with most of my movies, just go kind of chronologically. Sure. So at the beginning of this movie, we see a bunch of children, well, three children, uh, Lucy, Kit, and Mimi. And Lucy, who's played by Britney Spears later in the movie, is actually being played by her little sister, Jamie Lynn. Oh, and Zoe Saldana's character is being played by her little sister, Jamie Lynn Saldana. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be so good. If they all had little sisters. And they were all named Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Each one of them is Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Manning, Jamie Lynn Spears, and Jamie Lynn Saldana. Yeah. Um, so you see them. They're burying kind of like a time capsule box mm-hmm. with their wishes for the future. Burying is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> They kind of place it in the ground, on the ground. On the ground. And just like sprinkle some topsoil on top. Yeah. How that stayed buried for 18 years, I have zero clue. Eight years. Eight years, sorry. But like how did nobody find that? Yeah. Or crush it or... It's right there. The tree didn't go through it. Because later on they're going to dig it up and they go, she comes with a shovel Puts it on the ground. And he's like, yep, there it is. And we show <laughs> the reveal. Like three and it inches is... deep. In the shot, it's not even. It's a little bit above the surface somehow. Oh, yeah. As the trio grows up, you kind of see them interacting at high school. And Lucy, played by Brittany, uh, is the introverted valedictorian. Yeah, so interesting choice. There is uh, one character, Taryn Manning's character, Mimi. Yes. Who wants to be a pop star, star, and it's her dream to go sing in this audition. Yes. Why wouldn't that be the Britney Spears character? Right. But no, they go with, let's go with um, the nerdy character who uh, gets made fun of uh, for being such a nerd and into books. Yeah. That's who we want to cast as Britney Spears. Yeah. Strange, strange choice. I think what they were going for was a, like, finding yourself moment that we never actually got in this movie. There's a lot of moments where we that we don't get. Yeah. The most important moments of this movie are usually off screen mm-hmm. or just kind of implied at. Yeah. Yet we there's a lot of scenes that you'll watch and be like, why was that scene in this movie? True. This movie is only, like, 90 minutes. And I would say there's probably about 40 minutes that you could cut out and it wouldn't affect the plot at all. Yeah, true. 
Weird. Weird. Um, so Kit, played by Zoe Saldana, is like the most popular girl in high school. And she's like a real dick. She's like a mean girl. Yeah. She's such an asshole yeah. to, everyone to everyone for no including reason. Including her friends. Yes. <laughs> well, they're not her friends because they're no, no, at like this her point, minions. Oh, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Mimi, played by Taryn Manning, becomes an outcast from her trailer park who is facing teen pregnancy. Yeah, she's facing it. She's pregnant. <laughs> she is pregnant. Yeah. She is currently experiencing teen pregnancy. And they let you know a lot because whenever she walks down the street, people are like, pregnant! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie also posits that being pregnant or being near someone who is pregnant is worse than being with a murderer. Yes. Because that, is that literally comes up a, theme a lot. in this movie. And everyone's like, you went with a pregnant woman? Also, who's that guy? Her name was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about that. Yes. Might have been in jail for murder. So this whole movie starts with kind of graduation. Yeah. And so uh, they said on the night of their graduation, they were going to dig up the wish box and see how they could come true or see if they came true. Yeah. And we get the characters introduced right away when um, Taryn Manning's walking in and everyone's like, slut, whore. Yeah. I was like, that seems uncalled for. Yeah. And then also, though, Britney Spears walks by Zoe Saldana and they're like, virgin. So it's setting up a really uncomfortable way of looking at teenage girls. Yes. This movie uh, should be about the friendship of three girls. <laughs> yeah. It was written by a woman, directed by a woman, produced by a woman, and it has a really uncomfortable take on female sexuality. Yeah. I feel like I experienced some of that in like high school and junior high, though. But I think the movie puts forth a world where, like, yeah, that's, that's what you do. This movie does not actively engage those topics or say, like, hey... People are people. Mm -hmm. It's saying like, yeah, she kind of was a slut for getting raped. That's what this movie... Well, the story is that that we don't know that that happened. Yeah. But is there any sort of um, like turnaround of the movie's take on things? No. Does the movie really even address those things? Not really, Does it address the fact of like, hey, uh, we were best friends, we're best friends again, and I was really mean to you, kind of talking about your sexuality a lot, and uh, that wasn't cool. Nope, never happens. No, we never talk about it. (laughs) Never happens. I think it's funny that Kit's uh, wish was to get married. That was like her whole goal for life. And she's getting it because she is a teenager in high school and she's engaged. Yeah. Somebody proposed to this high school student. Yes wild yeah do you know anyone in high school who was engaged um i knew some girls who felt like they'd met their future husband sure sure but and like that was the plan was to get married yeah, but they didn't have a ring and were making wedding plans like kit is no doing. that's weird yeah i i definitely think it's that like teenage hormone romance where you're like oh no this is the person yeah. that i'm gonna be with i know forever. a few people that were like that and yeah they're they're married still to this day really yeah. oh see i don't know anyone who married the person that they met in high school maybe the first couple of years of college i know a couple of people who sure. got married to them but not in high school at all <laughs> it's weird oh uh lucy's wish was to find her mother who abandoned her Oh, right. And what was her... She buried a locket. Yes, with her mom. And when they dig up all of these things, each person is surprised. Yeah. They're like, what? That's what was in there? I, and I like think there was remember. a photo of them and they yeah. were like, oh my God, it's here. <laughs> like, And it's not quite clear how they all get out there, but it's... Taryn Manning goes and asks them all, Mimi. And we should remember her name because half the movie she wears a shirt that says Mimi. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite thing is that she just wears a shirt with her name on it's it. It's like one of those like Florida panhandle spray painted shirts where like the artist in heavy quotations puts her name on a shirt. Oh, I bet Mimi totally made that. Oh, yeah. I think that's what she sells. That's her job is making those oh, shirts. Oh, yeah. I, I could see, see that. that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And um, so they each have something to do and they're like, no, fuck you, Mimi. We uh, all hate you now. And each other and everyone. Yeah. 
But then they have something go wrong, and then they decide to go meet her for this. Because Britney Spears, who is Lucy, Lucy. Um, is planning to lose her virginity to Justin Long <laughs> yeah. upstairs from where the grad is. Like, everyone's going dancing, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs and, like, uh, bang Justin Long. Yeah. And that was a weird scene because Justin Long is like, oh, I'm this weird nerd. And then he takes off his clothes and he's fucking jacked. Yeah. The dude has a six pack Nerds and is ripped. Nerds don't look like that. <laughs> and then Britney Spears is like, oh, I'm an awkward nerd too. And then she's wearing this like matching outfit. It's like Victoria's Secret model. And she looks like she Britney looks Spears. Yeah. yeah. So those are our two nerds. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that they at the beginning they kind of seemed like, oh yeah, they're like nerdy and they're gonna like have sex together so that they can go to college not being a virgin. Yeah, it's played at first. You assume they're a couple, and then it's revealed that they're just lab partners. (laughs) Yeah, it's a science experiment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we'll talk about it in the end. But I, I, I kind of think she ended up with the wrong guy. I think Justin Long is a better match for her. A hundred percent. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so Mimi wants to travel to California, and she has this plan, even though she's five months pregnant, that she's going to go audition for a record company in Los Angeles. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned, even though she's pregnant, because when she says that, they're like, you can't sing, you're pregnant. Yeah. What are you going to be, a fat, pregnant pop star? Because everyone hates people who are pregnant in this movie. Uh, yeah. This movie treats pregnancy as like the worst thing, literally worse than murder, because they are compared at points. Yes. And then she falls down the stairs and loses the baby. Mm-hmm. What is the movie saying? I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. Whatever. Whatever it is. It is. Shonda Rhimes. I, I. Oh yeah, written by Shonda okay, Rhimes. Okay, can we talk what about first <laughs> story by Britney Spears? Yes. Screenplay by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes of Shondaland, of Grey's Anatomy, of How to Get Away with Murder, and like many other shows. Bridgerton is the other one. And like she's does some quality content. This, however, <laughs> does not deserve to be on the same page. Well, as I don't know. You did say it's better than Citizen Kane. So Yeah. So clearly it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> And their plan is, hey, let's go to California. And everyone's like, no, I'm not going to California with you. We all hate each other. Yeah. And I'm just going with some random dude. And then Taryn Manning's going and Britney Spears and Zoe Saldana just show up. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll go. And Kit, Zoe Saldana, is going to surprise her boyfriend who, or fiance, who won't come back home. And we're like, oh, clearly he's cheating on her. Yeah. And Britney Spears is going to go surprise her mom in Arizona. Yeah. And she says, I'm not going to California. Just drop me off in Arizona. Yeah. Like wherever. Was her plan to just move to Arizona? It kind of seems like that. And that does seem in her character because later on in the movie, she was like, yeah, I'll just change my life and whatever. I don't care. Yeah. And she's going to surprise her mom who has had no contact with her in about 15 years. Yeah. She was three when her mom went away. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like surprising your mom isn't a good idea. Call ahead. Yeah. Wherever you go, if you're going to anyone's house ever, call ahead. I feel like if you can find someone's address, you already have their phone number. Yeah. So, yeah, call ahead. This is our advice. <laughs> <laughs> so then they meet the guy and they're... He didn't know these two extra people are coming, but no. he's f- completely unfazed by it. Yeah. And he knows Lucy's name. Oh, do, okay. Yeah. He's like, you must be Lucy. Oh. So she did tell him. Yeah. That maybe two people are coming. <laughs> and like one of them's named Lucy. Maybe there will be four people on this co- cross-country trip. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe two. But then their car breaks down. And also, they're real mean to him. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. He's driving, and they just reach across and change his music. They're like, no, that's bad. We're listening to this. Yeah. And when he's like, no, we're listening to my music, they push him while he's driving. Yeah. And they just, like, bully him into changing the music, and then they get a little bit of music. Yeah. And there's a lot of radios in this movie. Yeah. And it's always playing the song they want, but it's never, like, a CD or and it's anything. always the beginning of the song. This is the heyday of CDs. Oh, yeah. They could have been putting CDs in, but no, they just tune into the radio and they're like, oh, yeah, that's the song I wanted to hear. 
I feel like this movie is a vehicle just to hear Britney sing along to stuff. And they could have picked better songs for her. Yes. Or have her just sing. sing. She is a professional singer. Yes. And I think, isn't like Taryn Manning a singer too? Is she? And Zoe Saldana too? I think they all sing. Do they? But their car breaks down and they only have uh, $300 or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need money. So we're going to go to a karaoke night. Yes. Is this before or after he has the man tantrum in the desert? That's later. Okay. Because <laughs> I have things about that. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the karaoke night and it's this like kind of, it kind of looks like the bar from Roadhouse. I think someone's throat was ripped out right behind. Ooh. I and, don't know Roadhouse. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a Patrick Swayze movie where he goes around ripping out throats. What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> A lot of reasons. <laughs> what was the main reason? First, self-defense and then vengeance. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then he does make a promise. Like, I'm not going to rip out any more throats. But you know, as soon as you promise not to rip out any more throats, you have eventually to rip out you're going to have throat. to rip out some yeah, throats. Yeah, everyone knows that. That's crazy that that's a Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah. Hmm. Roadhouse. That's, that's, that's a movie. Um, but they go to this roadhouse to a sold out Karaoke. karaoke night yeah they get their own dressing room yes of course mimi is a pop star she sings all the time yeah we presume she she's driving must. across the country while pregnant and with no money as a last chance effort to like really make it and her way of making it is because she's such a good singer yes so she gets on stage. She uh, apparently has never sung ever. No, she doesn't in front know of a how crowd? to sing. Or maybe just period. That's never discussed. Because she can't sing. She just kind of goes, I love rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> and the song they choose, uh, I love rock and roll, Joan Jett, right? Yeah. There's not much singing in that song. No, it's, it's a lot mostly of... like melodic talking. Yeah. Well, Britney Spears later does melodic moaning, mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, it's talking and then chanting. So odd song to show like what a good singer someone is. Yeah. Because that's a song that anyone can sing and not sound bad. Yeah. It's a karaoke hit. So it's a strange choice. So then Britney Spears, of course, takes over because Darren Manning, the pop star, doesn't know how to sing. Yeah. So Britney takes over and she's doing well, I guess. Mm-hmm. And everyone just goes crazy. Yeah, they love it. It's, I thought, like, not great. It wasn't bad. I wouldn't. No. It's not bad by any stretch. And if it, I was at the karaoke place, I'd be like, oh, she's all right. Yeah. But there's nothing impressive because no. there's not room to be impressive in that song. Yes. And they make several hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe they, a few thousand dollars. They make enough money to fix the car and keep going. And that night, they're like, all right, we're going to get a fancy hotel. And they get a super fancy hotel. They raid the mini bar. Oh, mini bars have, are like, that was probably another couple hundred dollars. They spend a grand that first night, yeah. for sure. So they make, I think they make a few thousand dollars in tips from yeah. Roadhouse people by singing I Love Rock and Roll. And then we never hear about money again for the rest of the movie. Yeah, problem solved. Because they get a literal barrel of money. Yes. It was crazy. It was literally a barrel that said tips on it. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, someone tries to dance rape Britney, and uh, what's his name? The guy punches him out. Ben. Yes. And then is like, I'm not mad at you for what happened? Yeah. That's another thing. That phrase comes up a few times that the real nice thing men do is not be mad at women for being the victims of violence. Yeah. And he's like, wow, what, what? What a brave man. I'm not mad at you for what happened. Yeah. You're not mad at her that some dude attacked her? Yeah, great. Yeah, she was dancing with her friends, and this guy literally grabbed her and tried to, like, pick her up. Yeah. Literally pick her up, not just, like, Both. hate on her. But, yeah. And he was like, come on, let's go. And she's like, no, let go of me. Mm -hmm. And she's a small human. Britney Spears is quite a small human. And so, yeah, it was... Uh, but Ben wasn't mad, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. He didn't blame her for that. Yeah. And that's how we know that Ben is a nice guy? Yeah. And later on, that happens too when Dan Aykroyd comes and says, like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at your choices. And like, what about this woman who just had a miscarriage? Like, nobody... Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No. Again, this women, this movie doesn't like women. <laughs> no. Shonda, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> the girls are, like, scared of Ben because he 
allegedly committed a murder and went yeah, to jail. Yeah, everyone thinks that he has murdered someone. They finally confront him because they're like tiptoeing around him and they're all scared. Um, and it turns out he actually just went to jail for driving his stepsister across state lines. Yeah, and then we have to have another story about how he's a good guy, actually. So his stepdad was beating up his stepdaughter, yeah. and uh, she he drove her away. To and safety, then yeah. got, like, two years, over six months, and then, like, a year of probation. Probation, yeah. So this dude is in his mid-20s. Yeah. So now, though, what is he currently doing? What is this whole movie about? Well, he said his uncle might have a job for him in L.A. But, like... In this scene, what is he literally doing? He's driving a car full of minors across state lines. And no, they're they're all eighteen. It's said a couple times in the oh, movie. Okay, I assumed because I was seventeen when I graduated high school. Yeah, that's not the norm though. But either way, I guess they're all eighteen, but they are underage, and it yes. brings that. But I guess in the U.S., it's twenty-one to drink because yes. they go. He well, then he is taking three underage girls to bars. Yeah, there is a there's a line when they're at the karaoke bar of like, we better get out of here here before they realize you're underage. I'm just saying a guy who literally went to jail for driving an underage girl across state lines Mm -hmm. has three girls he doesn't know in his car and is taking them across state lines. He should have learned his lesson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't take people. And how does he know they're 18? Exactly. He's never met them. No, they just show up the morning of. So let's talk about the man tantrum in the desert. The mantrum? The mantrum. Why is it a man tantrum? How's it different? Well, because he it makes sure that he says like... Oh, about being a man. I'm a man. Duh, yeah, duh, yeah, duh, yeah. Duh, duh. So this whole time, they think he's a murderer. They push him, like yeah. physically push him while he's driving. They're changing his stereo. They yell at him, especially yeah. Zoe Saldana. It's like oh, real mean to him. And then he... They kind of steal his car, but he's in the back seat, so it's fine. Asleep, yeah. Yeah. They say, he says, you can't drive my car. No one can drive my car. So then he falls asleep, and then they drive his car without him knowing it. And he freaks out, says, pull over, and he goes into the desert and starts doing, like, high kicks. Yeah, he's, like, kicking rocks and, like, throwing rocks. But, like, real high kicks. Yeah. And was he throwing rocks? It seemed like he was throwing a rock, but nothing was in his hand. No, I think he was picking up, like, individual rocks. It wasn't like he was throwing dirt clumps. He was, no. just, like, just a rock every so often. And he just, like, whip it into the desert and grunt. Yeah, it was very strange. And then you're like, oh, what are you angry about? Are you angry about um, us stealing your car? Are you angry about the sense of entitlement we all have and we just command you to do things for us even though we've never met you before? Uh, No, he's like, you girls, you're always talking about girl things. I'm a man. Yeah. That's what he's angry about. This is why I called it a man tantrum. Yeah, Because he was angry about them not being men. And that's it. Yeah. And it's not really like addressed or resolved. No, they never really resolve it. But then he's like happy and they go back to the truck. Yeah. Or to the car. That's it. It was just, why is that scene there? Yeah. Just like throwing rocks and doing high kicks in the desert. He really was. He was kicking too high. Very high. For just like. It's not an angry kick where you're kicking something on the ground. Yeah, like a rock. He was kicking. He was doing high kicks like he was a rockette or something. Yeah. He was doing a kick line by himself. It was very strange. It was. So then we have um, another hotel night. And now everyone's kind of friends. Yeah. But nothing happened to really instigate. They all argue for the first 40 minutes of the movie. And I was like, how can this keep going on? And then they all just change. And now they're going to be nice. Yeah, they have like an honest conversation or something. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, never mind. We're friends. Well, at this point, Brittany is writing poetry all the time. Yeah, she must have like 100 poems. And he or asks, she's writing the same poem. <laughs> I think it's all the over same and over one. and over again. He asks to uh, read her poem, and it was bad. It was a very, very bad poem. Yeah. And only later did I realize that those were the lyrics to her hit song that made yeah. like millions of dollars. So what do I know? Yeah, that we quote all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they make a point of Ben saying, "Oh, this is a good poem," because I honestly think the writer is like. They won't know that it's a good poem. They might think that it was bad and we should like feel like it's a bad poem. So we should say that it's really good. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have known it. Because this is like the song that was released for the movie yeah. and became like a big hit. And I think by this point we're getting into Arizona, right? Yes. And Lucy and Ben are slowly falling in love. 
Right. There's after like, that, that after poetry that, moment. And the rock kicking in the desert. Yes, yeah. And Nothing's, learning that he didn't actually kill someone. Yeah, nothing sexier than someone being not a murderer, mm-hmm. kicking rocks really high in the desert. Yeah. And, uh... And bad poetry. Your poetry, yeah. Yeah, yeah when I saw you kick those rocks, that's how... That's when that's I knew. That's you knew. You are like, that's you my wife. You are going to marry that woman. <laughs> Look how high she kicks when she kicks rocks. I think it was my wood chopping skills. Oh, man. <laughs> Of course, this means nothing to anyone out there, but if Samantha is really bad at one thing, it is chopping wood. She just kind of bounces the axe on her shoulder, then shrugs it off and lets the weight of the axe come down and then misses everything, too. And I was like, why isn't this working? <laughs> it's needless to say, Indy does all the chopping in our family. Yeah. I was a professional fire builder for a while you were that's actually indies the, had a lot of jobs i taught lessons in how to build fires yeah. <laughs> i can build I a had, good fire i had two degrees at that point and i was teaching people how to build fires yeah it was sweet though i fucking loved it yeah you had you got to be outside you got really tanned that summer yeah i was very tanned but uh back to this movie <laughs> oh yeah that's right so you know but although it kind of uh is related because she goes and meets her mom, who is a park ranger. She's a park ranger? Well, that outfit suggests she is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just like suburban white lady. Why was she wearing all like green khaki? Because she lives in a desert. she's dressed like a park ranger. <laughs> okay. Maybe she's a park ranger. She's Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah, so I do know Kim Cattrall, because she was um, in Porky's and uh, Police Academy in Star Trek Six. No, she's known for Sex in the City. Not familiar. And how she's, like, not friends with the Sex in the City people now. Oh, why is that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A good thing we're not a gossip show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. So the star of Porky's... Right. No, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Lucy's a, mom, a person who was in Porky's. She's not the star. Thank you for correcting me, Samantha. <laughs> um, is Britney Spears's mom, and uh, she's just a real asshole. She is a real asshole. She's dressed like a park ranger. She has children, and um, she goes, "Oh, Lucy." How are you, Lucy? What are you doing here, Lucy? She says her name like fifteen times in like the span of one conversation. Yeah. And so now we're going to see this uh, climactic... Mother-daughter. The the confrontation, the conversation, the ex- explanation of why she left. Nope, don't see any of it. She's like, P.S., I didn't want you. Your dad forced me to have you. not like that. She, the scene ends with her going, oh, hi, yes, come in. That's the end. We don't get to see them interact. Why? No, we do. Not much. We, we see do- them in the house when she tells her she didn't want her. No. You do. Let's, let's watch the tape. <laughs> she doesn't say it. Oh. She invites her in and we cut. No, there's a conversation inside. There's an invi- a conversation inside. They don't get to um, why you left, the fact that she left, any of that. Hmm. It cuts and we get to see her arriving back home or not home, at the hotel where her friends are, all wet. Yeah. And they're like, what happened? And she explains what her mom said. Like, did Kim Cattrall make her walk back to the hotel? Yeah. Like, in the rain? Yeah. Oh. In funny. the rain in Tucson? Yeah. It doesn't rain in Tucson. It rains like once a year this in Tucson. This was that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but why would you have this character who this is... She's the star. She's yeah. the lead. She's the protagonist of this movie. And she has like the most unhappy story. Uh, and her goal is to meet her mom. Yeah. We put them in the same room and then we cut. And then we have her talk about what happened. Yeah. Why wouldn't she show that? And maybe they couldn't afford any more Kim Cattrall. Maybe. Star there, of there Porky's. Must be, yeah. <laughs> you got to have that Porky's money. Yeah. Which for like a very long time was the highest grossing Canadian movie ever. What? Yeah. Porky's. Really? I can't remember what beat it, but it was something pretty bad, too. Yikes. <laughs> They'd already paid Dan Aykroyd a lot of money to be in this movie. A lot of Canadians in this. Yeah. Kim Cattrall, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Zoe Saldana. Is she Canadian? I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, I don't think she's Canadian. Britney Spears. Taryn Manning. Not Canadian. Britney Spears is from Tennessee. Yeah, it seems like it. During going back to this honest conversation that the girls have 
Um, the only like redeeming thing that they ever say about Kit, who's Zoe Saldana, is that her mother sent her to fat camp every yeah. summer until she reached her goal weight. Yeah, they have this kind of um, montage of dark secrets where they all yeah. tell their dark secrets. And uh, that's Kit's, which is a more interesting story than what we get with Brittany. Mm-hmm. And Mimi talks about it actually this is where this pregnancy came from and she was raped yeah she's straight up raped and um they don't use the word or anything because it's like oh you can't say it yeah that's what happened also zoe saldana has like a huge reaction both times this comes up Mm -hmm. and like uh, the first time when they're sitting around having this conversation it doesn't make sense as much because mm-hmm. she seems like personally affected by this mm-hmm. which like it's not actually really about her like it's nice that she's having this reaction for her do friend do you think she knew who did it at this point i think she might be having an inkling but doesn't want to believe it i disagree no i think she has no idea and she's surprised because we get that realization later on that we'll talk about yeah but if you watch it you can see when Kit is talking about her boyfriend or fiance. Taryn Manning, Mimi is always like, mm. so yeah. she knows that it's that guy. I think she I don't has think... a feeling it's that guy, but like, but at this point, I don't think Kit knows that she's even he's even cheating on her. Yeah, no, I don't think she knows that. I think she's completely oblivious. I think she's very very naive. Yeah, she feels like she's like really experienced and worldly in her town. Yes. Right? And so that's something that, like, comes up in these kind of movies where you, like, go out into the big wide world and realize that you, like, know zero. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what she realizes real quick once she gets to, um, like, on the road. Yeah. This movie, I actually love the premise. Mm-hmm. A movie where you have, um, because you know, like, I was real excited to watch Sister to the Traveling (laughs) Pants. And I was disappointed because we don't get enough, um, like, girl time. Yeah. They're always with dudes. I don't want to see that. (laughs) I want to see them being best friends. Yeah. And you get it at the end of that movie, and that's the best part of that movie. And at the beginning. Mm -hmm. No, actually, the beginning is the best part of that movie. Yeah. In this one, you have the first half of the movie, they hate each other. Mm -hmm. So you don't get that here either. You have a little bit of it in the middle and when they're in the car and singing, that could be the fun times. Yeah. But then you still have this dude who's angry because women exist. Yeah. So like fucking women. <laughs> give me a movie where women are allowed to be friends with women and don't have to like fight. Don't have to fight each other and also don't have to fight men and are not the victims of rape. Yeah. Just give me that. That yeah. can't be that hard. Just like a fun girl time movie. This is going to be a good girls road trip movie. Yeah. There must be some out there. There has to be. I love a road trip movie and I don't feel like there's many uh, good female ones. It's um, like Thelma and Louise and that has a pretty grim end too, yeah, that's right? that's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one, but it's not a fun time romp. Mm, I want a fun time romp. We'll find one. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't know. They have so, a bunch of these moments where they're like, we're best friends. We'll support each other and get through this. Like, you hated each other until 48 hours ago. Yeah. So Lucy comes back to the hotel. I think that's where we were. Oh, yeah. She's and all wet. Ben consoles her in the bathroom. Yeah, Ben. Not her friends. No. Her friends are like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. She walks by. And then Ben goes in and like checks on her. Yeah. This man who's known her for like three days, maybe. Yeah. So... Um, then he shows that he's written music to the poem that he heard from her. Yes. And he rips a page out of her journal, which like one, don't, don't do that. And she didn't have any reaction to that. I'd be mad if someone ripped like a page out of my notebook. But she's been writing the same poem over and over again Okay, so time, she has right? like 75 <laughs> copies yeah. of it. Okay, so yeah. So she's cool. Then it's fine. Um... And then she also has very little reaction to the fact that he's written it into, like, a song. She's, like, very not impressed, which, like, that would be impressive. The place of music in this world is very strange. Mm-hmm. So Mimi is the only one that wants to be a singer. Yes. But they all are, like, professional-level singers. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, well, you know, everyone is. You know how, like, everyone can sing like this. Yeah. But the only person who wants to be a singer is the only one who can't. Uh-huh. It's I weird. don't get it. It's super what weird. is the point of music in this 
Because why not make Britney Spears the person who make her character? I want to be a singer, mm-hmm. but my father is forcing me to this like medical school thing, and it's because maybe my mom was a singer. She went out on the road and left me. Yeah, and my father sees that and doesn't want me to live that life. He wants me to live a good, stable life. The park ranger life. Yeah, the park ranger <laughs> life. No, wait, <laughs> because she left for that. Yeah, <laughs> he wants me to live like a, a stable life and have a family and be a proper mother that I never got. Yes. That's that's a character. Yeah. And then she would go meet her mother, realize like, oh, this is a mistake. I don't want to be like her. And then through her time with her friends or even through this romantic relationship, which I don't like as much as a friendship, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's a movie. That's what they're going to go for. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he or the friends reignite that love of music and say it's not being your mom you don't love music because you want to be like your mom. You love music, and that's enough. You love it because you are you, right? And we are here to support you. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. This is worse. This is. I kind of like singing sometimes. Um, my best friend is a singer, though. But I also I hate her half the time. And then we're gonna get to the end. I, oh, it turns out my best friend can't sing. And you know what? It turns out I'm gonna be a professional singer now. Yeah. Where did that come from? Like in your storyline, you could even throw in. The stage fight thing. Sure. But then she overcomes it. Yes. Right? Because she only sang by herself because she was never allowed to be out there performing for people because she was hiding it to to appease her father because she knows she is all her father has. And the idea of her being a singer would be especially painful because her mother, the singer, left him. Yeah. Shonda, please give us a call. We have rewritten Crossroads and I think we need to remake it. I think I could write... Between the rewrite I did on Sisterhood of the Traveling yeah. Pants. And Your dream this, movie? I think I could write that movie. Yeah. The movie you want. Yeah. The movie you need. The movie the world needs. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to... Um, <laughs> I'm like, where, where did we even go? I think we are up to the confrontation part where they're in LA now and Mimi and Kit are going to visit Kit's fiance. But Mimi didn't know that that's where they're going. So she's like, no, I don't want to go there for obvious reasons because yeah. that man raped her and impregnated her. Yes. That scene, the darkness of that scene yeah. is intercut with Britney Spears losing her virginity. It was to a very strange choice. This older man who she's known for three, four tops five days. And they say, I love you. After telling Justin Long, like, we can't do this because it needs to be special and uh, something we'll remember forever. And this is some dude. And they do it in front of a window where everyone could see. Yeah. What? Also, these children could afford a hotel room in Los Angeles that looks... Well, like, they made, that like, you. 16 grand uh, singing I Love Rock and Roll. Right, once. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very strange. And I feel like she should have just had sex with Justin Long. So you agree? He's yeah. a better match. Uh, maybe not a better match, but... I say a better match. known each other for longer. So let's go through Justin Long versus um, whatever ben. this guy is. Anson Mount. So she knows this guy... Um, Gets angry when he's around women. Yeah. He's not a killer. No. Um, He knows music. Yeah. He will listen to her poetry. Yeah. He is much older than her, has a very different life, and is moving to LA because maybe he has a job lined up. (laughs) Possibly. Such a good prospect. (laughs) Justin Long um, seems like her best friend of the last three years. Yeah. Uh, has the same ambitions as her and uh, much of the, they have a shared history. Yeah. I think he's a better match. Yeah. Ideally, like in all of these movies, my pitch is like, don't have a, a match. Like they, she has her friends and that's good. Yeah. That's my ideal choice. But if we can't have that, Justin Long for sure. <laughs> okay. Just some jacked genius. Yeah, go with him. He's real sweet. He is really sweet. Yeah. He like he seems like a good guy. Yeah, and they seem like they were on the same level. Yeah. In like life. Like if you are a teenager who graduated high school, I think the person you should be with is a uh, teenager who graduated high school 
not some dude who's like been to jail a few times and is always moving across the country yeah. and I'm guessing is not losing his virginity right then. No. And who wants to have sex with you in front of a window so everyone can see. Yeah, and he like is like pushing her against the window too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh It's a lot for your first time, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought for the longest time during the movie that they had had sex. Oh, already? Yeah, like Justin Long and Brittany. Because it kind of just cuts to them going to dig up the box then. Right, right. So I kind of assumed that they had already done it. Oh, no, no, but they say, she does say like, no, we're not doing this. And then she cut, they cut to it. And then she has a a shovel. Where did that shovel come from? She brought it from home to grad? She brought it to sex there's a sex shovel <laughs> a sex shovel but then luckily she didn't need it because it was a, a centimeter under the soil <laughs> yeah you could have just like swept aside the dirt with your hand yeah but i i have to ask you we're talking about this big dramatic and uh, harsh brutal reveal yeah. did you see it coming um once they had the honest conversation about it yes you knew that that guy was I the one. I figured that that's yeah. what was going to happen. It seemed kind of like obvious. Oh, I didn't catch it until I saw like the blue bottle. Oh, yeah. I like, I appreciated that they used like symbolism throughout like that, where they were like, maybe it's not symbolism. But... It's not symbolism. <laughs> it's, it's something. It's symbols. <laughs> Like, she says, oh, yeah, he drank this blue bottle beer, yeah. which is why I thought at first that Zoe's fell down and might be like, oh, my boyfriend or my fiance oh, right, right. drinks that, but, like, couldn't be him, no. Hmm. And then when she actually does get there and see that he has the blue bottle of beer, it, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I then... found out when uh, Kit finds out. Oh, okay. That's how I... I didn't, I didn't see it ahead of time. Oh, I kind of... Yeah, I kind of figured it out that way. But that's not enough. She then has to run away and she falls down the stairs and loses the baby. Yeah. That's fucking harsh. Super harsh. And this movie, again, it it treats it like, oh, well, it doesn't put a lot of weight into that. Mm-hmm. When people come visit her, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you came with me. She's not like, I, I just lost the child who I just decided I was going to keep. Mm-hmm. That's so grim. It feels like this movie doesn't like Mimi. No. It kind of feels like this movie, like not like straightforward, but it kind of feels like this movie blames her a little bit. I think so. And that's why this, like, it's, it's gross. It's kind of gross, the movie. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi is rushed to the hospital. Lucy and Kit come and are with her. And then Lucy calls her dad to come pick her up. Right. Which he arrives in half an hour? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> like, he, they took them four days to drive there, but he arrived in... Well, he took a plane. Yeah, but it's not teleporting. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going home. I'm really disappointed in your choices, mm-hmm. but I'm not mad at you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Like, um... And Lucy decides that she's not going home at the very last minute. This is crazy. Yeah. This, why is that her journey? So like Mimi travels across the country to follow her dreams while pregnant. She confronts her rapist. She falls down the stairs. Her baby dies. And all of that is just to kind of serve Britney Spears' character, who is already like perfect and a valedictorian and going to be a doctor. And convince her to like, give it up to be a pop star, which was Mimi's dream. Yeah. And live with this felon who might have a job in L.A. Mm-hmm. And we, as an audience, are meant to be like, oh, yeah, this is a good choice for her? I think you're meant to not think about it. I think it's just supposed to be like, oh, look, and then she got a standing ovation. That end, bye. So if it didn't hate Mimi enough already, Mimi's dream is then taken by, like, the prettier, richer girl who has like the great marks and a future ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Her dream is taken by Lucy, and Lucy's like, "Yeah, you know the thing you want so much. I'm just kind of better at it, so I'm going to do it instead." No, they convinced her to do it. But the movie, yeah, I'm not saying Lucy's a bad character and right. stole anything. Right, I'm saying the movie puts forth that like, yeah, you know what? She's not as good. As you take it. It's your dream now. Yeah, but it wasn't her dream, was no, it? It wasn't. She, like, they mentioned, like, oh, she took music classes. 
Yeah, like voice lessons or something in high school. Yeah. And the dad's like, oh, she won't have time to that. She's pre-med now. It's odd in a movie where there's like a garbage boyfriend and then you get someone better later on where I'm like, I don't know, I think that first one was better. Yeah. And when there's like this strict dad who doesn't allow anything where I'm like, I don't know, he kind of has a point. Yeah. She's just going to move to LA and be a singer? Yeah. Like, where's she going to live? She doesn't have money. No. Dan Aykroyd spent his life saving money for her university. And she's like, no, I'm just going to be a singer and live with this dude. Yeah. Neither of us has any money. She'll sing I Love Rock and Roll one more time. Make another few grand. And then she'll be able to like live for a couple weeks. It's just, it's so strange. It feels like these three characters needed more separation. I don't get what Britney Spears' character even is. Like what her wants were. She's uh, not a girl, but not yet a woman. So I think. (laughs) That's what she is. If I put in a lot of work. Yeah. I can make an argument that this movie is about, like like the song says, and it's about somebody overcoming a um, like repressed upbringing. Right. That now she's being free and out there and she's lived this life that was because of the mistakes of her mother. You can, you can, if you work real hard, you can get a feminist reading out of this. Yeah, sure. You can say that um, this patriarch in Dan Aykroyd was blaming her for the mother who just wanted to be free and just didn't feel the call of motherhood. And she's, he's taking that out on her, his daughter. And now she is finally like throwing off those shackles and being free and following her, her heart. But I think, I don't think that's in this movie. I think the mom was just, was kind of a dick. She really was like a sociopath and how she says, not just, Oh yeah, I, sorry. And I moved on. She straight out says, like, yeah, I didn't want you. And I don't um, want you now. I don't want you now, so Bye. go fuck yourself. Get back to Georgia. I'm living that Tucson life. Did you see this outfit? I'm a park ranger in Tucson. I have ranger. one of those spirally staircases. Uh, go back to small town Georgia, you piece of shit. Yeah. I don't think you can uh, like that character. No. And Dan Aykroyd's father is meant to be kind of someone who's, like, holding her back, but... He also has a lot of fear from what happened mm-hmm. earlier and is a pretty loving guy, is working hard, is putting that money for her future. And she could like be a doctor. It's not ever clear if she wants to or not. Yeah. It's not like, like she's, she's clearly says, good at science. She never says like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That never happened. So it's not like he's, I know that we were supposed to believe that he's forcing her, but is he? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of strange choices that could easily have been remedied, I feel like. Her dad, Kit, Mimi, and Ben go with Lucy to the audition. Oh, right. Is this be- This is before. Oh, no. The audition is after. Oh, is it? Okay. Because yeah, he, he's like, oh, I got the band together to rehearse. And she's like, I'm going home. Right. Okay. And then goes into the car with the girls and her dad. And then... Three quarters of a block later is like, never mind, I'm going to go be a singer. Don't they all have plane tickets and they have to make a flight? Right? They're on their way to the airport. Ray Stance doesn't have that money. He's He already spent a lot of money getting here. This is coming out of her college fund. Yeah. So now she's going to have to be a singer. She's going to have to be a pop star. Um, And they never address the fact that like she runs out of a moving vehicle and is making out with this man. Not yeah, a boy, because clearly a man. Yeah, he's not a boy, but yeah, very clearly, <laughs> clearly a, a man. man. <laughs> <laughs> we know that because there's a shot where he takes off his shirt and he has tattoos, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, he's been to jail." <laughs> yeah, this is a man with his like a Haida art on him. So he he got a band together. Okay, he's like, like, "I'm gonna go get a band," and then he does. He has like a twelve piece band, and then somehow Zoe Saldana and. Mimi, Kit and Mimi, know the words to the song and they know when to sing back up and how to harmonize it. Mm -hmm. And um, the first time Ben and Lucy run through the song in the hotel with the grand piano, it's like real rocky, but then all of a sudden it's like a fully mixed piece for multiple instruments. Yes. For like six instruments. (laughs) And then they get a standing ovation Mm -hmm. and her dad just like stands there openly weeping. Oh, shit. I kind of missed that. Oh, yeah. No, Dan Aykroyd oh, well, is like... Oh, that's nice. I like that, actually. Yeah. He's like standing on the side away from the judges. And like, yeah, he's just like very proud. 
And she has those curtain sleeves. Oh my god, the curtain she sleeves. She has no material in the middle of her shirt, <laughs> no, she has but so much on the outside. Full cleavage, <laughs> just just covering her boobs. It's just a, like a single band, like <laughs> yeah. a tensor bandage in the front. <laughs> yeah, basically. But giant, giant but like, sleeves. The like, sleeves yeah. are wider than her shirt or pants. Yes, yeah. Wild um, choice. Yeah, that's uh, quite the sleeves. Old curtain sleeve spears, they call her. And I said to you during this, I was like, this is such a Britney top. We see so many of these throughout her career, especially during this time. And she also wears a different version of this top in the like credits song. Well, not a lot of people know, but she has like big Popeye forearms. <laughs> that's she why needs, she needs that. She needs so much room. Yeah. She's always busting out of shirts. <laughs> so then uh, at the end, we see them burying this box of wishes, but they don't make any wishes. Oh, yeah. They just put some stuff in there. Yeah. And they bury it uh, about six inches <laughs> on a sandy beach, yeah. which will be immediately washed away. And like, don't people go around with metal detectors? Because yeah. she puts her locket in there. So yeah. that's going to be found like tomorrow. But also, if you're just walking, you will step on it and yes. see it. It's, it's sand and it's not deep. And it's like a mostly empty box. So you may like fall into a hole then. Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> someone's going to break their ankle. Yeah. Someone's going to get sucked into the sand and break their ankle. And it's going to be Britney Spears' fault that end i don't know this it's it's not a good movie but for that reveal it's worth watching because from the trailer you're like oh like fun romp and then you're like no it's about rape it was and a miscarriages darker movie yeah i kind of wish it had been the crossroads trailer it, i would love to watch that yeah. movie this was not what the trailer promises the, the trailer promises a like a, a sisterhood of the traveling pants sort of fun time it is not that Everyone should have seen everything coming. Lucy says, I'm going to go surprise my mom who hasn't talked to me in 15 years. Yeah. No, don't. Uh, call ahead first. And Kit's, I'm going to go surprise my fiance who is in college but never wants to come home or talk to me. Don't. He's clearly cheating on you. Yeah. It, it should be clear. And then Mimi said, oh, I'm uh, pregnant and I want to travel across country because of maybe there's some sort of American Idol show. But you know what? I've never actually sung in front of people. Yeah. Uh, don't. You're not good at it. No. And anyone could tell you that yeah. if you just sing once. You're a backup singer. I don't know how she learned to do that. Yeah. I don't know how any of them learned their parts for that sh showcase audition thing. Weird. Weird movie. Weird. Well, to wrap up, what do you want to do? I want you to either give me how this movie could be better or pitch me a sequel. Mm, okay, I'm going to go sequel. Okay. And I think it's Brittany, or Lucy, I guess. Lucy, she's um, like a medium successful pop singer. But she still has to like hustle and like go to some auditions and stuff. And uh, Zoe Saldana is her personal assistant now. And Mimi is like her maid. Oh, wow. He's a maid. <laughs> yeah. You hate Mimi as much as this movie no, did. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Oh, no, Mimi went back to school and got, um, she's a doctor Reagan. now. She's the doctor. She's a doctor now. switched. Okay, I like yeah. it. Yeah, so she's like had this big turnaround and she found some grant money for girls who were impregnated in high school. Oh, right, right. And became a doctor on that money. Cool. Full ride scholarship to doctor school. Love it. Um, right to the top of doctor school. Yeah. And Zoe Saldana is just like addicted to being close to Britney's fame and uh, then realizes that she needs to like make a life for herself. I like it. Yeah. That end. Okay. My pitch is eight years later. Yeah. Because they come every eight right. years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or actually it's been, it's been 20 years. Oh. Right? Yeah, this is 2002. Right, yeah. So I'm going to say 20 years later, we uh, show back that end of this movie and, they, and then we add in, and in 20 years, we'll come dig it up. So in 20 years, which yeah. is now, they come and they dig it up. Lucy is Britney Spears. Right. She was like the biggest yeah. pop star, had a big famous breakdown, and is now like trying to rebuild her career. Yes. Free of the conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah. Mimi is uh, Taryn Manning's character from Orange is the New Black. Oh my She's God. been to jail and yeah. she broke out. Yeah. She broke out for this day. 
<laughs> Zoe Saldana, Kit, the day after Crossroads 1 ends, disappears. Turns out she's been in space the whole time because she is a mix of her character in Star Trek oh. <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But she's not an alien. She still looks like her. Right. But she's been in fucking space. For 20 years. Yeah. And then she comes back to Earth for this day. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And we get to go through each of their worlds. And no guys are coming in there. There's no romantic subplots. But they get to solve a problem in each of their worlds. So, um, Taryn Manning was in jail and broke out. She says, I didn't kill that guy. It wasn't me. The three of them get together. They solve it. They find out it was um, Ben. Ben did it. Ben did it. Yeah. And uh, they saw it. Clear her name. Yeah. Zoe Saldana is like, oh, you know what? Um, We lost one of the Infinity Stones. We need to go find it. (laughs) It turns into a Marvel movie. And then they're like, oh, shit. It's Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock has it. They go get it from him. Everything is safe. And they uh, give it to Drax to go hide somewhere else. And they're like, cool. Done. Britney Spears has, uh, she's been at the bottom. She wants to get back up there she's doing a lot of drugs they help her kick it and she has a like big comeback special and the two of them do backups for her and she sings and that's the end credit and she sings uh not a girl not yet a woman oh nice or no they, it's the same tune they've changed the words to just being i am the i i can't write a song but it ends with her saying like and i am a woman yeah no it's the three of them saying and we are women yeah and there's not a bunch of guys in it. It's them and their friendship has solved all of these three problems. I would go with that, but I would say Zoe Saldana and Mimi get her out of her conservatorship. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. that was such a big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. And that's what like drove Britney to the place she is now is that like she was basically under house arrest. Sure, love so it. They, and like, then they have a big show at the end. Yeah. The profits of which they share amongst the three of them. Yeah, and then they're all just like wildly rich. Yeah. Great. That's my movie. So our second sponsor of the episode is brought to you by Bloom. Want to get a handle on Edmonton's growing innovation scene? Take a listen to Bloom, Taproot's newest podcast. Each week, Karen Unland and Faiza Ramji will discuss the latest developments in efforts to solve new problems and diversity in the economy. Find out who has invented what, who is investing in whom, and what is on the horizon. Find Bloom wherever you listen to podcasts or listen to bloom.toprootedmonton.ca. You know what you should invest in? Crossroads 2. Yes. <laughs> the script that I just wrote. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it should be a trilogy. Though. It totally should. Okay, well, we will see you next week when Indy reveals what we'll be watching for the week after. Oh, I usually have like a teaser. It's like, oh, it's going to be, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <gasps> oh, no. I better figure it out. Yeah. It's going to be out. good. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, maybe. I might like it. No promises. <laughs> hey, remember we used to always tell our social media? Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, and like um, subscribe to this and uh, rate it. Rate it. Nobody, our last month was our lowest listened month ever. Guys, come on. Share this with the person you love. Yeah. Or if you think this is bad, share it with someone you hate. We don't I, care who listens and why, as long as they listen. I had like a friend of mine I'm in a wedding with, and I was like pitching her the podcast as she was walking out our front door <laughs> yesterday. Good. Always so, hustling. Always hustling. Always trying to get the podcast out there. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ILTYS and the number two. You can find us on Facebook at I Love This You Should Too Dash Podcast, and you can send us your long form answers in email form at I Love This You Should and the number two at gmail.com it's just like memorized now i used to have to read it it all the time and now it's just like muscle memory (laughs) okay we'll see you next week everyone bye everyone